So we're in a car and we're like going to the parking garage that we're actually parking in. We're in my jalopy. It's got a bit of a wobble to it. We could have gone to the garage and, and you know, got it fixed up, but... Well, it's, like, too late for that. Yeah, well... They're closed right now, Frankie. Just come on, or whatever. I know, I know, but, yeah, and then, and then the book told... The book got a note that told me we need to go to the parking garage where we usually, you know, try to practice magic. Yeah, conversations with rats are not that exciting. Says you. You don't talk to them. That's true. So, like, uh, you're right. How would I know? Whatever. Just whatever, okay? You win. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. So, third floor, parking garage, jalopy. Let's go. I'm going to say you you get there and you park and you see there's another note indicating a specific parking space because they had designated letters and numbers and it's kind of faded. But some of them are pretty still easy to see. Still pretty easy to see. That came out weird order. <laughs> <laughs> Frankie, do you even know where to park? Well, I can't exactly see the note. You're going to have to tell me where it says park. The third floor? Yeah, I know the third floor. Does it say a parking space? 63. Just drive around until you see something suspicious. Hey, can I do divination with my cards? You can certainly try. There's a note in the book that says with parking space. Oh. Yeah, that was the 63, but you are welcome to try and do divination with your cards. Yeah, I just I just said a number. I didn't have a number in mind, so 63 works. I'm going to go to that parking space. I can talk. Uh-huh. I'll believe it when I hear it. It's okay, I can't either. I'm doing my best. And so, you're parked. What are you going to do? Well, let me out of here. I really hate being in the back seat. It's just like, ugh, or whatever. I'm gonna get all parked, you know, make sure all the safety things are done because. Oh, come on. You know, gotta make sure that the parking brake is actually in place and not just pretending because this is a jalopy. Well, I mean,. Your parking brake kind of depends on how well your brakes work. And your car is probably, like, if it were on an incline, do you think it would actually stop it from rolling back? Don't worry, you're somewhere where it's flat. We are somewhere it's flat. But I'm just paranoid about my jalopies, so... Okay, okay. Just park it. I'm already parked, i Park it and let me out. Oh my gosh. It. Am I in the back? Is it four door? I th- was picturing two door and I'm in the back seat, just like kicking your seat, trying to get out. I'm pushing you to kick harder. I'm getting out of my car. <laughs> I stand aside to let you out. Thank you. Gosh. Just like. So... I, I just got to make sure that it's, you know, not going to try to roll anywhere because it does a weird 
kind of roll backwards thing sometimes. I don't want it to do that. Like all cars do that. Oh my, ugh, ugh. No, it's... Whatever, okay, third floor. What does your book say? Or whatever. Actually, I want to use my crystals. Okay. Do we know what we're looking for on the third floor? All you know is the artifact is on the third floor of the parking garage. Okay, I want to try and divine where the artifact is. Can I do that? Yes. Okay. That's plus one, plus one, plus craft. Yes. Nine. You picture in your mind's eye, it's actually not that far from where you are. It's on the other side of the guardrail. And even without the vision, you can hear like there's a faint kind of stuttering hum coming from it. Guys, it's like, it's over here. It's, I don't know, you hear that noise? That, that's it. Or whatever. I am going to go over and look over the railing. When you look over the railing, you see this little square, weird-looking box. It's, like, stuck on the other side of it. It's some sort of technological something, you think. You're not entirely sure what you're looking at, but it's humming. What is it, Frankie? What is just... It's like this box with, like, mechanical wires and... Use all your book learnings and just, like... I've never never seen anything like this before. It's, like, some technology. I don't know. It's some sort of box with technology on it. I I don't know what it is. Tay, do you know anything about technology? If someone would like to roll plus knowledge. I can roll plus knowledge. I probably am smart enough to know about technology, but... (laughs) We're going to find out. Oops, fumble. Ooh. So, die plus knowledge. Seven. Only. Oh, no. (laughs) Only seven. I'm extremely smart. Well, a six is a success. Y'all just got all all the good rolls. You said your parents have been low-key trying to convince you magic is real for a while now, right? That's accurate. You remember them mentioning that, like, talking about how some magical beings are just very, very good with technology. So this looks like something one of them might have created a long time ago. Also looks like it's not quite functioning correctly. Ooh, can I knowledge again on why it's not functioning correctly? Go for it. Does anyone else want to try anything or roll anything while Tay is examining the mysterious box? How old is it? You said from a long time ago. It's hard to tell because you would have to know how their technology has evolved over time, but it does look pretty old. Okay. This looks like my parents might have built it. I mean, what even does that mean? I'm just going to say, whatever the specific device is, like, I've already said I don't know what it is, so it's it hasn't shown up in her book yet. Nope. Well, somebody grab it. Tay, you would realize old things, sometimes certain parts start to break down. It looks like something has broken down. It's not volatile, but it's not functioning correctly. So it's, it's safe to touch, but it's you don't know how to fix it. 
I think we need like new batteries. Well, like, what if we take it to that garage or whatever? But they, you just told me a little bit ago that the garage is closed. Well, it'll be open tomorrow, Frankie. <sighs> okay, okay. Try taking it tomorrow. Probably shouldn't be here, though. I agree. Tay, grab it. I want to... <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, there is no mage hand in this game. Uh, no, I'm going to... Suggest that somebody else do it. Suggest that someone else do it? I draw the emperor and suggest rather that Missy grab it with the emperor. And I, ooh, I got a nat five, so that probably works. <laughs> Yeah, it, it it's it's gonna work in this. Yeah, there's not really role to fight it. So, guys, I'm thinking, I'm starting to have a weird thought. Maybe this whole time, magic is real. <laughs> really? I mean, put it together, like. Hey. Does this seem like something that was? Have you seen, like, what What could this, look at it, like, make your own decision, I don't know, like, I'm feeling weird because this deck of cards is working way too well, and I'm not even using it, I'm drawing one card at a time, and I'm pretty sure we saw a waitress who was fully fey. There's also been conversations of shifters, magicians, vamps. It's the box that convinces you. Yeah, I mean, I was just sort of rolling with the punches, but I think that there might be something to this. Oh my gosh, Tay. Tay? You didn't believe me when I said I saw a fairy. I totally did. I've known magic was a thing since I was, like, really little, and I started seeing the auras. No, seriously, don't make that face at me. Oh, gosh, whatever. You were just making that face at me. No, you. I'm feeling weird because I thought my parents were just hippy-dippy, but maybe they weren't wrong. Probably get this box out of here. I'm having like a mental crisis. I'm just gonna forget my suggestion and just grab it and get back in the back seat and just like. (laughs) (laughs) I wish I had words to describe that face. I was trying to find some as well. It's like intense contemplative. It's that moment when the teenager realizes, oh my god, my parents are right. (laughs) This whole time, have a kale smoothie and take some vitamins actually is a thing. And that's disturbing. Kale erroneous. (laughs) So, how do we make time pass faster? Y'all just load up into the car. Are we still in the parking garage? We are still in the parking garage. Yes. You just got yourself into the back seat. How many other cars do I see? This parking garage is empty. It's connected to an office building no one uses anymore, really. I'm paranoid 
about being watched or known that we're here picking this up. Can I knowledge to see if there's somebody in the shadows? Because there's not really perception. Go for it. I don't know what card to pull for that, so uh, I'm just going to straight knowledge with a four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I don't know. Are y'all even capable of failing rolls? Honestly. <laughs> what are you doing? Are you just pulling this card and then looking around? Or are you doing something with the card as you look around? I've been using these cards at, like, I don't have time to do, like, a 10-minute table read. So I've just been, like, figuring out which cards are sort of relevant to what's going on. Inverted Death is just sort of about exploring dark thoughts. And I'm, like, thinking, are we being watched right now? Is magic a thing? Rick, you look like you had an idea. I do. But it's just mean. What is it? I want to turn invisible. You want to use your crystals to turn invisible? <laughs> Go for it. You only get one plus, though. Aww. Missy can turn invisible? We all could. Yeah. But you have magic. Yeah, I, I got a four. You can succeed with the consequence, or you can fail. I want to succeed with the consequence. Get consequences, it's stuck. Oh, no! <laughs> you cast it, you have the moment of, Oh. Oh, crap. I don't know how to turn this off. You want it to be invisible so hard that it is permanent? For now. It'll come off eventually. It's just you don't know when you're going to be invisible again. You ever have that moment where you're like, I want to disappear, but then you don't think like, but I also want to reappear <laughs> later. <laughs> what I wanted to do was grab the back of the car and start jumping up and down on it. Just to freak Frankie out. No, not Frankie. I'm sorry. Just to freak Tay out. This is a gift deck. But also, where are you? Who said that? Tay, while you're looking around, you notice there is a shadow figure that looks like it's walking up. But then you get distracted as the car just starts shaking and you have no idea why. I rolled so well on that. Also, Missy's gone. I'm just busy looking through my book for anything, information on what's <laughs> supposed to be going on or whatever. And your card, the tailgate, just starts bouncing. So I saw a shadowy figure that looked like it was walking up. Yeah. But I got distracted. <laughs> You're welcome. You saw that there, there's someone making their way up in the general direction of y'all, but you did really get a good look at them as the car just started bouncing and shaking and you weren't sure what's going on. Hey. I'm just in a state where I'm like, why did I just like, what is the world? Magic is real. My mind... Get out of my head. I want to go home. (laughs) And Frankie, what are you doing? Well, I'm going to hear the creaking of my car being bounced and the rattling of some of the parts that need replacing. I'm going to be like, hey, what are you doing to my car? I don't know. Maybe something. 
uh, I put I, but I put the rest of my cards in my pocket and I just hold on to the device. I'm just kind of I'm I'm panicking. I'm having an internal panic. Okay, so I want to go and sidle into the car and just like wait, Tay. Something's like wrong. Um, yeah, you're gone. Yeah, that's what's wrong. It's really weird and like whatever. Do you want me to take you to my parents who might give you a smoothie? Ew, no. <laughs> That's all I got? Okay. Maybe it'll wear off. Hey, Frankie. Yep. Where'd you go? I don't know. Where are you? That's probably not good. Can you hear me? Um, where did you go? <laughs> What do you see? I'm invisible. I'm not deaf, Frankie. Oh, okay. Um, then I probably shouldn't ask you to stay away from the white light. Okay. I mean, I will. As y'all are saying this, that figure Tay notice is getting closer. Do I remember that I saw that? Because I got distracted. Well, you got distracted, but you definitely saw a shadowy figure walking towards you. It depends how short is taste attention span. I'm having, like, a, a lot going on right now. You can roll knowledge to see if you remember or if they've just vanished off into the ether. I'm going to do it because it would be in character for me to be... Oh, four, five, six, seven... You suddenly remember there is someone coming towards you in the garage. As you turn around to look, they are much closer. Probably close enough to the point you can see what they look like, Dustin, if you would like to describe your character. So you see an older looking guy, graying beard, dark colored hair with just one white streak through it. A random band shirt called the Angry Tech Pixies. A scuffed leather vest, torn up jeans and a large set of biker boots with steel caps on the end. Do I see him too, or am I still freaking out about being invisible? I don't know. He's probably getting close enough to where y'all can easily see and recognize him, whether you notice him or not. Because Tay definitely has. Tay, what are you looking at? I think it's a creepy old man. Ew. (laughs) He's heading straight towards y'all. I want to make a suggestion on him with the Emperor. You are in the back of the car still. Can I shout? Can I roll down the window? Like, pardon me. I don't know. Does your does Frankie's <laughs> car have back windows you can roll down? Not from the back. So you're gonna have to like stick your head up between the seats and shout it. Oh yeah. And the front windows get a little stuck halfway, and you kind of have to push them outward to make them finish rolling down. Okay, so I fully, like, just (laughs) shove myself between the two front seats, lean over, like, sideways into the driver's seat, aggressively crank the wheel that turns the window down, and get it, like, halfway down and then give up, and then just shout with the Emperor in my hand. And I show him, stop! Roll plus grab. I shut up. Ooh. I might actually fail this one. Well, you'll get craft and then you're plus one and plus one. I got a nat one. 
You can succeed with a penalty. You can succeed with a cost. Sorry. <laughs> like your poor invisible friend. I won't. Okay. But I do say loudly and very awkwardly, like stuck in this ridiculous car head, craning out the window. <laughs> Stop! Be careful with my windows! <laughs> you probably, like, feel the magic trying to take hold, but it just, it doesn't do it. This kid's got magic. She's not strong enough. When you cast your spell, you feel it bounce off something significantly bigger than what you're seeing in front of you. I don't like this. Uh, crystals for mind reading? Ooh. Yeah. That's craft. Go for it. <laughs> Nine. What are you trying to mind read? Gets literally everything that's on Griff's mind right now. You see three main thoughts right now. One, what are these kids doing parked by my bike? Two, it's late in the bloody evening. They shouldn't even be out this miserable hour. And finally, you also see this very jarring image of what looks like the middle of a battle. A guy in a suit of armor carrying a large sword and shield is just tearing through an opposition. Does the guy look like the guy in front of us? A much younger, less fuzzier version. And there's probably a hint of a thought of, I can't wait to find this damn artifact and go home already. Noted. Still invisible. Until I say you aren't, yeah. Yeah, I push Tay into the back seat and say, hide the thing, man. And then I run over around the car to where Frankie is and I whisper in her ear and I say, we gotta go, like, now. Uh, okay, you're just invisible and you're not dead or... or, or... I'm not dead, Frankie. Hey. Um, okay. This guy is, like, really weird. He's got, like, a sword or something. I'm sorry, did somebody mention a bike? You see what looks like a well-restored 87 lowrider parked a little little distance away from the jalopy. Hmm, I thought I looked for those earlier. It's, like, partially hidden behind a pillar. Unless Uh. you're in, like, just the right angle, you can't really see it. There's never anything in this garage, as far as you can tell. Mm-hmm. Well, now there's a whole lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah. I'm just in the back seat, knees against chest, artifact in hand, eyes wide and, like, sweaty. Hey, hide it. Do you want me to become invisible, too? Like you? No, I want you to hide the thing or whatever. I am getting into my car. I make sure to get in the car. <laughs> all right. We're all in the car. I put the artifact under my shirt. And Griff, what are you doing? As you see these two terrified teenage girls. And also, you see one of the doors shut, but there's no one there to shut it. <laughs> I'm guessing if I send the air, I'll realize there's more than just two of them. Yes. And I'm just going out on a limb. I'm assuming... Shifter, I can tell they're street magicians, or at least wannabe street magicians. Oh, they got a little bit in there. (laughs) I am offended. We both made the same face, like... (laughs) We 
did. You're like, <gasps> they're not like the kind you usually work with, but I'm trying to start my car up. Tay, start the. I'm not t- whoever you, Frankie, 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 Frankie. <laughs> just, just. It's important that we wear our seatbelts. I take my seatbelt and I wrap it in front of my legs, completely around myself, knees still on chest. As you're all doing that, you notice this grizzled biker guy kind of just goes up to the front of Frankie's jalopy. He takes a hand and just places it underneath and lifts. Oh, crap. I hear I'm still trying to turn the key and it's not even clicking. Jimmy it, Jimmy it. Just, just, just kind of jiggle. Yeah, Griff, it's probably actually making you feel bad for these kids just how bad this car is. Oh, yeah. The front bumper falls off in your hand. It does not. He's grabbed it by the frame. You hear Gina's voice in your head not make a scene. We just need to get the thing to the magicians. Yep. Now the three of you going to quit screaming. There's only two. (laughs) Good try. (laughs) You said that out loud? Your third can hide from vision. Sense another story. I knew I shouldn't have put on the axe this morning. I'm going to take my hands away from the wheel. Like, you know, surrender. Car's finally going to turn over. (laughs) Missy, I think... This guy thinks you should take a shower? No, I just put on a lot of Axe this morning, okay? You cannot, like, get rid of that Axe chocolate. Oh, my gosh. Oh. My brother wears Old Spice, so that's weird. We are high schoolers. <laughs> Ash, uh, I can't believe Gina sent three that uh, whatever. Actually, you have no idea what these kids are doing here. As far as you know, the only magician on the job would be John McNeil and whoever the heck called him in. All right, I'll re- re- rewind that then. <laughs> the hell did John send me to do this time? Hey, do you know John? Yeah, street magician, kind of an ass. I pull out John McNeil's card. I do too. And I say, I, I do too. I didn't get the card. <laughs> Check your book. I know John. He didn't say he was sending extra help. Or at least low rent help. Look, honestly, he didn't. My book sent us here. It's kind of a weird story. It you this might sound crazy, but I think it might be magic. Tay, just be quiet for a second, okay? What's a street magician? Oh, you kids really stepped in it, didn't you? Well, I may have. I can't see my feet. Yeah, I'm looking at my feet. Like, am I getting it on the seat right now? Because my feet are up. <laughs> like, is that what he smells? I'm pretty sure he doesn't mean it literally. I mean... Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. You're right. You're right. Oh, my gosh. Are you still holding the car up? 
I want to roll suggestion with a strength card upright. Put us down, maybe? Doesn't need a roll. Griff puts your puts the vehicle down. <laughs> it stops. <laughs> oh come on. Come on, car. Your car is like the worst timing ever. <laughs> it really does. Yeah. I should probably get that fixed. Pop your hood. Oh, excuse me? Is that something you ask on a first date? No, he's talking about the front of my car. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Right. I'll pop the hood of my car. You see Griff walk over to the bike that originally didn't quite see very well earlier, and he pulls a metal case off the back and just walks back towards your trunk. Oh, well, forsaken kids. Driving these this piece of junk. Uh, the best I can afford! You see him kind of take out a couple of wrenches and begin working on the engine. Wait, we're gonna go to the garage for that. Yeah, but you're gonna need to get this vehicle started in order to get to the garage. He's got a point. Can can we just bump start it or something? Oh no, you gotta turn the key just right to get it starting, and I I can't do it when I'm nervous. You have to turn the key just right. Been there. That's so bad. <sighs> I'm just fully silent crying in the backseat with this thing under my shirt. It's it's still humming and it feels really weird. Feels weird like when it touches my skin it tingles or feels weird like I got weird vibes about it? Little column A, little column B. Yeah, a little bit of a... <laughs> it's like the way it's vibrating it's like stuttering ever so slightly and it's hard to tell unless you're like pressed against it like you are right now you just you get this vaguely weird feeling also Griff you're probably also feeling the strangeness but it's not as strong it's like something is tugging on the other form just faintly tugging I have a note here that says deactivate slash destroy Y'all still don't know what this is, though, but yeah. I just wanted to throw that out there. So, wait, you have a note that says deactivate slash destroy. In my book that I wrote down, it says deactivate slash destroy. If it's got magic in it, we we probably don't want to just up and destroy because, you know, maybe it's got magic that'll go loose and go wild. I don't want anybody getting hurt. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool to watch, though, wouldn't it? So, are we agreeing, then, that (laughs) magic is a thing? Because I'm pretty sure I just got laughed at, and you're invisible. Magic is definitely a thing, Tay. Okay, with tears on my face still, I wave at Griff from, like, (laughs) under the space where the hood is up, but you can still see, like, under the engine. I just sort of... Sir? (gasps) Are you helping us right now? Well, right now I'm working on fixing this abomination of a vehicle. By the way, and he looks towards Frankie. Turn it over. Alright, and I turn the key. And I turn the key. I jiggle a little bit. 
pull the key just a tiny bit out and turn it again very slowly, and then it turns over. Griff slams the hood back down there, looking towards Tay. I'm actually here on a job, but, well, let's just say there's some stuff out here tonight that uh, the three of you probably should not be tangling with. There's something that was left on this floor. Have you seen it? And he describes the item. I was thinking, I thought, a brief thought goes through my head, like, lie and say, nope, sorry, goodbye, thank you for the help. Frankie has no poker face. (laughs) But then I just am, like, fully so overwhelmed right now that I just pull it out from under my shirt and I close my eyes and I just... I do an invisible face palm. It perfectly fits the description of what you're looking for. I'm just staring like a deer in the headlights. <laughs> Your headlights don't work. No, my headlights work just fine. Only if you turn the switch just right. No, the headlights are the one thing that are working completely fine. No, no, no. you have to go out and screw them in each, you know, independently. Because they're always on. You just have to unscrew them when you want them to turn off. Hey, you know, we could always borrow the van if you don't like my car. Oh, gosh, that's a really tough choice. You know what? Actually, let's do that next time so that we don't get flipped over completely and can actually get where we're going. Sir, what are we doing? About to ask you the same thing. Who are you? Name's Griff. Hi, Griff. We're, I think I'm just looking around like for a confirmation in the car, like, except I'm looking at a void in the seat beside me, which is just really awkward. (laughs) I think she's actually in the front passenger seat. I am. Oh, okay. I think we're in over our head and, uh, okay, see for yourself. No, that was a good one. That was a good one. If that makes sense, because I can't see you. It's st- I'm flustered. Look, can we just... I want to... Can you tell us anything about what we're doing? Did John send you here to look for this as well, or what? We already said her book sent us. Okay, so my, my book sometimes gives me messages, like on, on bookmark type things, you know, like this is a paper that gets stuck between pages. He knows what a bookmark is. <clears throat> yeah, so there there was a, a really old receipt that had a note that we needed to come here to the third floor. And then there was a note. I didn't get to see what the paper actually was, but then it said to come to this parking spot. And, and we looked around and we found the thing. Your panic and explanation on how your book gave you a receipt with a note on it <laughs> just sends me back into full crying again. <laughs> Also, you remember the first note Frankie found in the book was congratulations, you have magic. And then life got weird. Yeah. <laughs> but What? That's dismissible. Drift, you are definitely getting the vibes. These kids have no idea about anything. They somehow ended up in the middle of it. That is not wrong. Okay, <laughs> fine. Oh my gosh. Mr. G- Griff. Griff? Griff? Griff. Griff's Griff, fine. Griff. Griff. 
Mr. Griff, or whatever. The full name's a lot to pronounce, and honestly, I've forgotten most of it by now. And honestly, I don't really care at this point. But, um, can you, like, tell us what to do with this, or whatever? It needs to go to the magicians. Isn't it closed? It's nighttime. Stop arguing with him or asking for his help. Take it. Okay. Okay, fine. Gosh. Are you my mom? Three recently awakened straight magicians. I'd rather be back in the Crusades. Yeah, me too. Wait, what? That must be a new video game. I haven't heard of it. Yeah, I want to go home too. Well, let's do the whole garage thing, I guess, if it's open this late. Griff holds up a pair of keys. Oh, is that to, like, get in? No, it's ordering room service. What do you think? Well, now I don't know what to think. (laughs) (laughs) I think he's being sarcastic. Oh, gosh. Sorry, being invisible is... I think, honestly, at this point... They could be for ordering room service. We don't know. <clears throat> Drift, you get a text on your phone from Gina. Any updates? You see Griff take the phone and it's just this most painful process of him typing in a response. Found kids, get to garage. He texts like a grown-up. He tells slow his thumbs are moving. Oh no. It wasn't even his thumb, it was his index finger. No, even worse, his middle finger. There's just a response back. Damn it, Griff, what'd you do this time? Response this time. Three awakened street magicians. I need a drink. This is taking so long. What is he actually doing? Is he actually just like... He might be writing a novel. I don't know. Not at that speed. (sighs) Finally puts the phone away. We're heading to the garage. All right, let's... Is it the one down on 3rd or the one on 5th? Wait, there's one on 12th. It's Hera's garage. Oh, okay. Why don't we just follow him if we don't stall on the way? It's just a care of mansion. If you... mm-hmm. I mean, it turned on. I'm sure he knows what he's doing. Your engine might be actually running a little smoother than it has in a while. It's not wobbling yet, so... Well, we're, we're not, not moving, moving yet. yet. <laughs> oh, it was wobbling before we were moving before. Ooh. Griff looks at the two slash one extra of you. All right. Magic book. Can't figure out when to be quiet. And I'm guessing invisible and can't fix herself. Bingo. Oops, that was Tay's accent. <laughs> I just respond by not responding. <laughs> just keep crying softly in the backseat. <laughs> Trying to be quiet. Did you see that ludicrous display last night? <laughs> I'm adding a babysitting fee onto this. <laughs> oh. Hey, invisible one. You want to be visible? Do you want to be a man? I'm, I mean, yeah. Yes, please. 
Griff walks back to his bike and brings a thermos of coffee over and just drops it in the car on Frankie's lap. Take a swig of this. It'll fix you up. Get to the garage. I'll follow. I hand it over to the air next to me. (laughs) I grab it with my left hand and do an invisible right-handed salute. Just like... But you can't see it because I'm invisible. (laughs) So it's just a floating thermos? Yes. I take a sip of this obviously gunpowder-laden coffee. It's got some bite to it. Roll plus vigor to see how well you react to this. Oh, gosh. Vigor is my two. Oh, no, I only have a three. Vigor is my zero. Mine as well. I'll fail. So the the drink works, but you're like hacking and sputtering and <laughs> choking. I swear there was gunpowder in there. Oh, I'm gonna rough. Oh my god. You hear Griff call as he walks back to his bike. Habanero. What? Habanero. Habanero. Have an arrow. Habanero. Good news is you're invisible again. Okay. I'm not sure that was worth it. <laughs> okay, so two things. Magic is real, and that man's coffee is bad. Habanero. And gunpowder? Probably. I am backing my car out of the space right now. Just don't hurl, okay? Yeah. Last time someone did that in my car, it took forever to get the smell out. I wish your window could roll down. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know it's a hurl, but it's just, that was not a fun experience. I may be playing it up a little bit, (laughs) just for sympathy's sake. You also might not be able to taste anything for a couple of days. Please. Habanero. I'm thinking to myself, like, I have to apologize to my parents? Oh. It's Griff's hangover caught special. Uh. And I guess we'll just kind of fast forward to you guys driving to the garage. And there's no issues. Griff, how close do you follow behind them? The safe distance. <laughs> I keep relatively close, but I keep a careful eye on whether or not the bike stalls. Or not the bike, the jalopy stalls. Yeah, you, you don't want to have anything happen to the bike. Gina would have my head if I let something happen to a bunch of kids. <laughs> that too. Absolutely. And out of everything on this planet, she's probably one of the few things that could take it. <laughs> probably. Oh yeah, you make it back without any issues. So Griff, you do pass by several different patrols of shifters who are keeping an eye out. And they all seem to like notice as you pass because you get the feeling they might be feeling that same tug as you. It's not tugging hard enough to pull it into this world, but it's like you can feel it. And you can just imagine what it's doing to the vampires. Out of character, Tay, maybe you shouldn't keep that thing close to your chest or brain. That's why I'm staying close enough. 
I put it directly onto my forehead. <laughs> I'm just keeping my eyes on the road, so I have no idea what's going on. Tay, when you do that, you know that feeling when you just kind of inexplicably just space out? Yeah. It's like that. Okay. To be clear, I'm doing it as, like, I have it in my hand and I'm just like... Like a face palm. How big is it? It's about the size of, like, a Kleenex box. Yeah, so I just put my head against it, like, you're the source of all the problems in the world right now. And I just go, like, blank. And your brain goes weird for a sec. Not, like, completely blank, but it's... It's almost like you hardcore space out, except for it feels like something's going a little wonky. Not enough to be, like, legitimately concerning, just, like, enough towards... That's weird. My brain doesn't usually do that. At least not in these circumstances. I stay the rest of the journey quiet and sort of excitedly hop out when we get there. As soon as I can. I've got the front seat now. And you're coughing every so often because it still burns. Mm-hmm. I still kind of want to take another <laughs> sip. Just because maybe, you know, second time's a charm, but I don't. There is a whole thermos full of that. You took a sip of something that canceled your invisibility. Are you sure you want to go for a round two and see what happens? Oh, no, no. Uh, hey, Tay, you want to hold this? Fully, no. Okay. Does this car have cup holders? I feel like this car has cup holders. Not so much. It has an ashtray for whatever reason. <laughs> I mean, it's that old. It's that old, but... <laughs> With 50 cents in it. And 50 cents. That's right. The ashtray has become the change holder thing. Fair. Yeah, y'all get to the garage with no trouble, and as y'all pull up, Griff, you see Gina stepping out of the shadows. Oh, good. Griff, what the hell did you get into? You were gone for not even 15 minutes this time. I gesture to the kids. John told me to go get the item. I did. Those kids had the item. They're awakened street magicians, and uh, they don't even... Uh. And he looks like he's about ready to rant, then he just goes over, coffee. Very panicked. Here, yes, you go. <laughs> so they've got it. They also have no idea what they've stepped in. Gosh, why does he keep saying it like that? I mean, to be fair, we don't either. Yeah, but at least we know what we are. They're three freshly awakened street magicians. Uh, you know, he keeps saying that. I'm getting, like, really upset. I've been practicing magic since I was, like, six. Griff turns around. You practice card tricks. I use crystals. Thank you very much. I release a little bit of my animal. Uh, okay. What does this look like? You see Griff increase in size significantly. Anywhere where there's skin and tattoos is now fur. His hands start to grow claws. His face starts to shift to a muzzle, and you just see this brilliant pair of yellow eyes behind the fur now, and he just kind of looks at you. This is magic. You old card tricks. Okay, okay, gosh. 
I don't do cards. I am fully crying again, and I just say quietly, I, I don't play with my tarot cards. It's not a game. Tarot isn't a game. I'm not playing with them. It's not a game. I'm here in the headlights again. <laughs> Griff, why do you every time? I turn to Gina. Better to rip the band-aid off. You could have at least waited until there was another magician here. You know John. He's even worse at this than I am. Is that the John guy we met? True, but his friend that came into town is better at this. Apparently. Only met her briefly. She seems pretty cool, though, but... Listen, you gotta take him to Dawn. Alright. He is not the one who knows where this is, and you gotta keep him safe. It sounds like that thing is drawing the vamps to it. It's messing with their minds. Can I text John again? Yes, you can text John you did get a text back like, are y'all home yet? Because he told you multiple times, just go home. So there's a text from John that says, did y'all get home? I reply yes with a question mark. I think I take a photograph of from the back seat looking at Griff and Gina, but I don't send it. I just say, no. I said we were here to help. We were trying. A Touch of Magic is a tabletop game set in the world of the graveyard tapes and run by Brianna Jean. The system used is Basic Witches, a two-page indie TTRPG designed by Alicia Furness. The players include Angela Dumalog, Robin, Rick the Whitebird, and Dustin Gray. Production assistance by Brianna Jean and Robin.